T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back to the Morning Roast with Bonte and Shasky. Fitty Cent Friday here on the Morning Roast. Spadonian for Bonte Hill. Sam Lubbin in for Joe Shasky. Shasky will be calling in at 8 o'clock. We got Rob Stats Guerrera at 8.45 to talk some Niners. We got shameless shout-outs here in about T-minus 30 minutes. So call or text. Hit us up on Twitch and YouTube. to search 95.7 The Game. Like, subscribe there. 888-957-9570. The new year is upon us on Monday. If you're just waking up, getting ready for work, getting ready for the weekend. Be safe. Always be safe. Don't do anything stupid. Don't want to start off your new year in a dumb way. We don't like doing that because we have a lot of smart listeners here. So why would you do something stupid? Speaking of not stupid, speaking of high IQ, we're talking about Brock Purdy, Sam Lubman, before uh, we had to hit the break. We're talking about New Year's resolutions for some of these Bay Area sports teams. And, I mean, it's easy to say the New Year's resolution for the 49ers win a freaking Super Bowl, right? It's a new year. I want to win a damn Super Bowl. But with resolutions, I was looking at something that's attainable, right? Something that you can, something that's concrete that you can attain week in and week out. I can't win a Super Bowl every single week. That's the main overarching goal. That's what you want to do. But let's look at something attainable. What's attainable maybe for a player, maybe for a coach? 888-957-9570. Sam, as we uh, talk more 49ers and resolutions, and you had a good one, Brock Purdy, you know, being the guy for the 49ers, that's an attainable goal. He is their quarterback for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think, again, if I, I feel like we, again, we already established that they did accomplish that there. So, it does feel like for the Niners again. I don't want to say that 2024 it's Super Bowl or bust because I really don't think it is. I do. I mean, they got their quarterback though, so we've this given, is the only thing. We've right? given Willard grief for that take, but I do believe it is right now. The Niners are in Super Bowl or try again mode right now. <sighs> just the way things are going, and I just it feels like Niners fans just. I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm crazy here, but do Niner fans have this fear that if the Niners don't win at all this year, it's all going to come crashing down next year? Like, well, it's what not, about, it's this, not team? about this team? It's about everyone else, though. Like, I don't expect the Kansas City Chiefs to be this ass next year. I don't mm-hmm. expect the rest of the AFC to be total dog bleep and all their quarterbacks getting hurt. Um, and I shouldn't say that because the AFC just came in uh, their best player and uh, their best team, I should say, in the Ravens and then kicked your ass. So maybe we should stop saying the AFC is garbage. Um, 
But I, I'm looking at the rest of the NFC. The Niners are just so, so much a tier above everyone else right now, even after the loss, I believe, that it feels like this would be a squandered opportunity. The Eagles, they're going to revamp. They'll retool. Maybe they'll get new offensive or defensive coordinators. Something's going to happen there. I don't expect them to be as sluggish as they are this year. Maybe Jalen. I don't know what's going on with his knee. Maybe he has offseason surgery or something. So I, I just think you got to strike while the iron is hot, and a lot of fans are thinking like this, that the, it's so wide open in the NFC, you can't expect that year in and year out. That's why this No, year. no, obviously I agree with that too. Um, I'm going to stick with the AFC first, because right now, if you're the Niners, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you only have to be one an AFC team, and that's in the Super Bowl. Uh, as for next year, I mean, the Niners got a tough break this year, drawing the, the AFC North in a year when that division is just absolutely stacked. Uh, they had the AFC East. East next year, uh, which means you get to go face the Patriots. I'll be in New England, but the Patriots are, do not look like a tough team right now. You get the Jets, and who knows what what state they'll be in. Dolphins. I think, I think Rodgers will be back. The defense will stay the same. Although Rob Sala getting testy reporters yesterday, another loss for them. Maybe he's on his way. They out. have a lot of problems in in New York right now. Good the defense, Jets. but a classic lot of problems. Jets. They have lots of problems right now. And then you got the Dolphins next year. Uh, they're going to be going. Uh, their Dolphins will be coming here next year. And again. Dolphins are a good team, but you know we saw what the Niners did to them last year when Brock Purdy came in. Like Dolphins, I just I'm not really quite there yet in putting them as a team that's like one of the elites in the NFL right we'll now. We'll have an opportunity this week against the Ravens. They, yeah. they do have an opportunity this week, and that could very well change how we view them, not just this season, but also going into next year. Uh, but I would feel confident with the Niners taking on the Dolphins. The big one is they have to go to Buffalo next year. That's going to be probably their toughest. That's going to be one of their two tough AFC opponents next year. Uh, they also, I believe, host the Chiefs next year. So two tough AFC opponents Man, there. they play the Chiefs a lot. Oof. They do play. Well, it's because they had the AFC West last year. Then, of course, you well, see well, with the we'll game see. 17. It's, it's, they play the number one in the AFC West. Could be the Raiders. Easy now. Easy now. Well, I'm just saying, theoretically, if the Chiefs lose the, ne- uh, Chiefs lose the next two, Raiders win the next two. Not the craziest thing. Just saying. Okay, we know. Uh, hey, let's roof that because then it'll be an easier AFC game for the Niners. I next don't know. Year. Antonio Pierce, I mean, that defense, you saw what they're doing. Uh, Dave is in Fresno, though, and he wants to jump in on this Brock Purdy conversation. What's going on, Dave? Hey guys, good morning. Happy New Year's to you guys, and you know, looking forward to a healthy 2024 for everybody. And I just want to the Brock situation, and you know, honestly, like I, I'm in a lot of group chats. I'm a Niner fan, big, big Niner fan, but it's a very sensitive subject. This Brock Purdy thing. I want to hear what you guys have to say about it, but. It, it, it's not it's not so wrong. You can tell me if I'm wrong it's to call him a system quarterback. Where the reason I say that, and I love Brock Purdy, I think he's having a great year, and you know I think he can help us win the Super Bowl. But I think the difference is between him and other quarterbacks is that you can see that it's a system, and the system malfunctioned on Monday. You can see that, and I think. What what helps Brock Purdy is, is, is the players around him and, and the play calling and all those good things have to be in sync for this offense to shine. And, and you've seen when everybody's on the field and we can have great success when every when the system is working, you know. And and what what drives me crazy is the comparisons to Joe Montana, um, Tom Brady. Like I just feel like as Niners fans, I think we get so caught up in. We want our next quarterback, and I get that. We went through this with Jimmy G. You know, he had, you know, good numbers, quote-unquote good numbers, and there were comparisons then. So, you know, I just feel like it's not so much that Brock Purdy is not a good quarterback. I just feel like give the other guys credit. 
which I, I think most people do, the McCaffrey's, the Debo's, I use, the, you know, it's it's a team effort. It's not just Brock Purdy. He's an important part. Don't get me wrong. He's just not, he's not the Lamar. You know, Lamar is a system. Brock Purdy is in a great system with great players, and that's fine. I don't care who gets the credit. I just want to win the Super Bowl. But as Niners fans, I feel we are very sensitive. And you feel your quarterback isn't getting the credit he deserves. Like, it just watch the game. And, and like I said, all I want is the Super Bowl, man. And uh, I appreciate y'all. Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you for listening. I love 99, uh, the, the game. I, I listen to that every morning, and uh, I'm going to keep listening. So uh, what do you guys think about that? Appreciate you, uh, Dave. Yeah, I'm not a system player. I am a system. I just was looking for that drop. Yeah, there you go. It's a good point. Like, I, and, just to get back to that. I just... I don't even know what the hell a system player is anymore. Like, I just... System quarterback, like... He makes a, a good point there where he says Lamar Jackson feels like more of the system when it comes to offense with the Ravens than uh, Brock Purdy uh, being part of a system with Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. But that's just... That's just what it is, though, because John Harbaugh's not the the offensive guy. He's a special teams guy, obviously coming over from when he came over from the Philadelphia Eagles. Special teams. He he doesn't have an imprint on offense or defense. He's kind of like the Mike Tomlin, if you will, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kyle Shanahan is the offense. Like that is his baby. That is his. So, if you wanted to say Matt Ryan was a system quarterback, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo system quarterback, that's fine. Like I mean, Matt Ryan won an MVP doing that. I mean, he's a Brock Purdy. Uh, is an MVP candidate doing that. So like, I, I just have a hard time when someone's, you know, we have one week to, or two weeks to go here in, in the NFL season. He's an MVP candidate. You just usually don't say that about a system, uh, quote-unquote, quarterback. I think of a system quarterback, like what I saw with Alex Smith in Kansas City, what he was doing with Andy Reid and co. You know, making things very simple, doing all this sort of stuff. Now, it may come simple for Brock Purdy, but I don't, when I watch games, uh, game in and game out with him, he's doing things that aren't. Like he, he's extending the plays. He's he's putting it only where his uh, receivers, his tight ends can get it. Now he had a stinker this past week. I understand that. And yes, I, although I'm skeptical of him having a 10 plus year stretch here because I need to see more of it, he's having a hell of a season. And I just think we get too bogged down in whether this guy's a system quarterback or not. And I understand where Dave's coming from because, you know, Cam Newton was going at Debo Samuel back and forth, this whole thing about being system play, system quarterbacks. You know, Dak Prescott, is he a system? Like, I just, I don't care. I, I, if I'm a fan, and I think that's what he was kind of saying too, Sam, is just, I want to win a damn Super Bowl. So let's stop getting caught up in this whole system quarterback and stuff like this uh, conversation. That's where I'm at, anyways. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I just. The pushback I have against the system talk is that we saw what the system looked like with Jimmy Garoppolo. It was not as good as it is with Brock Purdy. You know, if it was truly the system, then if it really is truly a any you plug any quarterback in and any quarterback can succeed in the system, like that's been proven that's not the case. Like, outside of Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo's had the most success with Kyle Shanahan. And Jimmy was so successful with Kyle Shanahan that every week people were coming in saying they don't want Jimmy as their quarterback. So I mean, if the system's that great, it, like that—that's I just feel like that's where the system talk really kind of starts to fall apart. You mentioned Matt Ryan. Was he a product of the Shanahan system? Did Matt Ryan have his best year with Kyle Shanahan? Absolutely. Matt Ryan though still had a lot of success, Spadoni, in the years prior to Kyle Shanahan's and, arrival. And he I had think, lots of sorry. Wait, wait. No, no, real quick. I okay. think that's why he gets a pass real quick. That's why he gets a pass because he had success prior to Shanahan. And I think I've been saying this, you know, all year long. You know, Brock, unfortunately, gets, you know, 
He's a victim of his own success in the Kyle Shanahan system because he didn't have success prior to him coming to the NFL, which I think is just flat-out unfair. Like, it's not his fault he was drafted into one of the best offenses in the franchise's history. Also, Brock Purdy wasn't in the NFL. He was well, in no, college. That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, so, so it's like, you not can't his hold fault. That. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous argument to make that, oh, he was made like... No, like, that's the situation that Brock Purdy's in. He's the one who took the situation and ran with it. He's the one who took the situation and did something with it. You know, and so it, I, I just... I, I Reject the th- like. Is Brock pretty helped by Kyle Shanahan's offense? Absolutely. Same with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had his best season ever uh, playing under Kyle Shanahan. That didn't change the fact that Matt Ryan was also a very, very good football he was. player. He had Julio Jones. He had Muhammad Sanu. He had Devontae Freeman. He had uh, Tevin Cole. He had a hell of an offense. Oh yeah, one he had of the best great of all tools time. around him. He yes. had a great defense around him. And again, this is a team that had a lot of success uh, before him, uh, especially under uh, when he was with Mike Smith. They had four playoff appearances Mike in Smith. five now, years. That's a name yeah, I've not heard name. in a long time. My yep. dad always called him Steve Martin. And he kind of looked like him. Yeah. You, you, you had an 11 win season in his rookie year. You had two 13 win seasons. Like the Falcons were a good team uh, under Matt Ryan before Kyle Shanahan got there. So it's not just the system. The quarterback does matter. And this is where, again, Brock Purdy, I just. The, the, the intangibles of the kid, the way he plays the game, the fundamentals, mistakes aside, he's going to make them. He's 20, what, three, four years old or whatnot. He's just turned 24, I believe. Yeah, he's still on his parents' health insurance. Like, <laughs> it, it's just, it, there's, there's still more room to grow for him as a quarterback. And honestly, if you're a 49er fan, that's what should make you really, really excited for the future. I don't think Brock is at his best yet. He can't he's even still run going a car. To get better. He can't even run a car yet. He can't yet. even run a car. He can't <laughs> even shave. Like, at some, like he's going to get better from where he's at right now. Like, think of what he's doing right now, but it will get better. You know, again, the personnel around him will change. As far as the Brady-Montana comparable, you know, whatever. You know what? Let other people do that. If you don't want to do that, don't make the comparison. Just as long as... He is one of the, compared to the other quarterbacks in the league if you want to, because right now he is on a trajectory where coming into next year, he'll be one of the top quarterbacks in the league as far as, as the rest of the league is concerned. 888-957-9570. Where are we at with Brock Purdy after that performance? You know, what are you looking for for Brock in this bounce back this week? Is it a get right game for the San Francisco 49ers heading into Washington to take on well, sorry, Washington, D.C., Maryland. I always get confused. They're taking the commanders on. taking all the commanders at FedEx Field. Uh, Ron Rivera, he's probably donezo. They got Jacoby Brissett, although I'll say this, uh, benching Sam Howell, I don't even know why they even did that because I'd rather see what Sam Howell has left in the tank than Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett does pose more problems to the 49ers defense than Sam Howell does. Sam Howell likes to turn the ball over. He likes to take a lot of risks. Jacoby, he he can hurt you. He's played for a lot of teams. He's been kind of a, a spot guy, if you will, a, a career backup. But he can hurt you. He can win some games in this league. He's done that for a multitude of franchises. Colts, Patriots, uh, Cleveland, and now obviously with Washington. So are you looking for a bounce-back performance there? Is it a get-right game? Here's what Brian Baldinger had to say uh, with us earlier in the week. Brian Baldinger, NFL Network analyst, former NFL offensive lineman, Baldy Breakdowns, on why this is a get-right game for San Francisco. I mean, I think this is a get-right game. I think it's a bounce-back, get-right game. You get Brock Purdy is going to put up, I think, a good number against this defense, which is mind-blowing just how poor they are. Nobody's given up more passing touchdowns than the commanders this year. Um, I, I think this is a get-right game for everybody. I mean, you want defensive stats, you want touchdowns, you want passing yards, you want McCaffrey to lock up the rushing title. I think this is the game they do it. They have... Two very good defensive players at defensive tackle. I don't see many pass rushers on the edge. And in the back end, 
um, they make a lot of mistakes. I, I just think this is a game you bounce back from. 888-957-9570. 49ers trying to bounce back here. More from Baldy. Uh, by the way, we've got shameless shout-outs here in about 13 minutes. 888-957-9570 to call or text. Shout-out anything and everyone you want. 745 shameless shout-outs right here on the Morning Row. Spadoni in for Bonte Hill. Sam Lubman in for Joe Shasky. Uh, Baldy, what was the lesson that Brock needs to learn from Monday night's debacle? I would say that just be more aware. You know, first in, like the first two interceptions are both first and ten plays. You don't have to make that play. Even if Brandon Stevens is coming off the slot and coming right at you, you don't have to make that throw to Debo. You can throw that ball into the ground. Um, you can you can take a sack. You can on the first interception to Kyle uh, Hamilton. I mean, you can you can check it down to McCaffrey for a yard. There, there's there's other places to go where you don't have to be. It's it's too early in the game. It's first down. There's too many other plays that can be made that maybe you don't have to just stay on script. I'm looking for a clean game from Brock Purdy. That's all I'm looking for. No turnovers. He can get some touchdowns. Hell, he doesn't even need to get touchdowns. You need to run the ball with Christian McCaffrey, try to bolster that guy's MVP case, who's now I want to see a big Brandon Ayuk game. You know, he probably said, you know, these guys give up a lot of touchdowns through the air. That tells me, he's like, you know, let's get Brandon Ayuk. Let's get George Kittle involved, Build off that George Kittle game, who was having a monster first half. He was great. No, so I want to see them open up the passing game. Let's get let's get vertical with this attack here. And just just light light it up over over D.C., you know, like... This is a get-right game. I expect Brock Purdy to roll in this game. I can't this name is... a single good defensive player on the Washington side either. Like, uh, I, like Chase Young was Chase there. Chase Young was it, yeah. And then that was, and then uh, who's my guy? Sweat, who's now in uh, Chicago. Montez Sweat. Like that. Like that's about it. So eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven. Maybe you know Cameron Curl, who's who's leading them in tackles right now. Who? Uh, Cameron Cameron Curl. There you go. He's their safety. Uh, Kendall Fuller's been doing solid in the Kendall Fuller's as well, old, huh? The, the former um, bear. Outside of that, though, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a very uh, dismal showing uh, on the defensive side of the ball uh, for for Washington. Offensively, I mean, Terry McLaurin can kind of be a bit of a deep threat, um, but it's interesting he doesn't even have a thousand yards, yet, despite the fact that Sam Howell's been leading the league in uh, in passing. Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, solid receivers. You know, it'd be interesting to see that. It'd be a good test for the Niners secondary trying to contain those guys. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr., uh, I believe he's a rookie, uh, been very solid for them this year when he's healthy. Uh, one of my better fantasy pickups this year, actually, was uh, Brian Robinson there Jr. You go. So, yeah, I'm very proud of that. Oh, one. I mixed him up. Uh, Kendall Fuller is the younger brother of Kyle Fuller, former Bear. So look at that little little Fuller family there. So I didn't know that. Fuller of it. <laughs> um, you know, I want to throw another goal out there for the 49ers this year in terms of, aside from a Super Bowl, and that is, uh, can Kyle Shanahan lock in a defensive coordinator that will stay here for a while? Like, I don't know if Steve, if Steve Wilkes is truly going to be back next year. Uh, I feel like it's kind of 50-50 right now. Wilkes' entire career, really, he's kind of been one and done everywhere he goes. And, again, Kyle Shanahan kind of the reason he keeps losing coordinators because they're really good, and so they get hired away. I don't know if he's going to get a head coaching job, uh, Steve Wilkes. Obviously, it all pertains how it ends because if they go on a Super Bowl Well, I don't run, think he's going to get a head coaching well, job. Well, we'll either. see because if they win a Super Bowl, that's always what happens, right? We just saw that with the Philadelphia Eagles. They took their offensive yeah. and defensive coordinator. Now, Jonathan Gannon returning uh, this weekend with the Arizona Cardinals to face uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Massive implications there. Niners rooting for Jonathan Gannon, by the way, because the Niners are tied with the Eagles, with the Lions. You can't have a slip-up here. 
either this week or next week, because two teams are tied with you uh, in the win-loss record. Obviously, the Niners having the tie break over both of them, but you cannot afford a slip-up here against Washington or against the Rams. It can't be a look-ahead game, and I don't think that's going to happen uh, for the 49ers. So 888-957-9570. Are we looking for a bounce-back for Brock Purdy in a big, big way? Who needs to have a bounce-back? Is it Nick Bosa? Nick Bosa, what did he do on Christmas? Like, well, like, I was looking at that game. I was like, Lamar, you know, he had all the t- all the time in the world back there, and if he didn't, he was scrambling. I mean, the ref made the best play on defense the whole night. The ref, I didn't even know the guy's name, and he tripped him up for a safety. They had the intentional grounding, which is a safety in the end zone. But that was the best play of the defense all night. It wasn't even from your own player. It's from an official. So I'm looking at Chase Young to have a revenge game. Someone pull up a prop bet for me. I'm taking the over on the Chase Young sack. I'll probably take the over on the Nick Bosa sack there. Hargrave, what's going on? What's going on with Eric Armstead? Do we know what's going on with them, Sammy? Is he still uh, out? Lance, I think he's still out. I haven't. Nothing's been announced that he's That's playing concerning. yet. So. That's concerning. Cause, especially because the, the interior defensive line depth has been absolutely exposed. Outside of Javon Hargrave and uh, Eric Armstead, there is no one up the middle that you're trusting right now if you're the 49ers. Well, in their secondary right now, I mean, God bless them. I mean, I, did I hear Jason Verrett's name? In the broadcast, Jason I mean, Verrett, the one who got burned on the uh, the Nelson Aguilar touchdown. Guy's like fifty years old. With the, uh, how many torn ligaments in both knees? We got Jason Verrett out there playing. Like I, now I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about the defense. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm starting to get a little bit concerned. That that game against the Ravens opened up a lot of things for me, and most notably the physicality from the Ravens side and, and just physically beating the offensive line up. And then the, the defensive line just getting shoved around. Like, that was concerning for me. 888-957-9570. Let's go to Jeff, who's out in Montclair, wants to join in the conversation. Jeff, you're on with uh, Spadoni and Loveman on the Morning Girls. What's going on, man? What I haven't really heard a lot of people uh, say about Purdy is that he was pressured 39 times in a game. The offensive line is ranked 29th in pass blocking. Mahomes is a Super Bowl. When he was pressured against the Buccaneers, he only scored nine points. Yeah. And, you know, because how well Purdy has done, otherwise a couple of those interceptions weren't his fault. Kittle tipped one, um, you know, and I don't think he's getting the benefit of the doubt at all about the so-called 49 faithful. And Ronnie Bell fumbled three of the last six touches he had. So I don't know why he's not getting any pressure at all. The coaches have to see that, right? You'd think you- we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. F, you'd think. Appreciate the call. 888-957-9570. Seven minutes. Shameless shout-out. Start lining them up. Start stacking these calls. 888-957-9570. I want to hear from the people. New Year's is coming up. Who you want to shout out, the year that was, the year that's going to be, 888-957-9570. And to the offensive line, to Jeff's point, Sam, that's a concern. Feliciano, hurt. Uh, Aaron Banks, hurt. Trent Williams, uh, Trent Williams the up. biggest guy, hurt. So, I mean, they're getting beat up at the worst time. I don't need these injuries heading into the playoffs. That's no. the one thing, the saving grace of the season, outside of Talanoa Hufunga, being out for the year, and that was a big blow. Jair Brown showed some flashes, but he's gotten picked on a little bit as of late as well. Like that's a concern. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he mentioned the game against the uh, uh, the Chiefs against the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. I still, in hindsight, I cannot believe the Chiefs are still favored. Not only were they playing in Tampa in that Super Bowl, they were down there two. They were starting two, two tackles. starting tackles, and they were like. Yeah, we're still taking Mahomes. I mean, that's just how good Mahomes Against Tom Brady. Against Tom Brady. You're putting Tom Brady as the underdog at home in a Super Bowl? Easy money. (laughs) Easy money there. No, it absolutely was. I put money on that game. I won a lot of money on Tommy Brady there. That was just an onslaught. But to Jeff's point, like I don't care how good your quarterback is. He can be one of the greatest of all time. If he doesn't have an offensive line, he's going to get bullied. And that's what happened this past week. um, You get into Brock Purdy grill, uh, get into uh, Tom Brady's grill, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Peyton Manning doesn't matter. They're going to make mistakes. So that's the name of the game: getting pressure well, on even, the other quarterback. Even still, though, Brock still held up pretty well under pressure. I, mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but throughout most of the year, I know when you pressure him, he's still able to make you pay. Uh, and I think, and, and Baldy kind of mentioned this too: it's just it, the Ravens and, and the Browns too. They just had the personnel to where they could take it to another level with the pressure that they bring. Because uh, like, teams have tried to blitz Brock all year long, and he's made them pay. The only two teams that have he's really struggled against were the Browns and the Ravens, and. They just have the personnel. Obviously, you know, you have the Jim Schwartz factor uh, in, in Cleveland. But they just have the ability to make quarterbacks' lives more difficult than other defenses. And that's another reason why I feel very good about Brock going against Washington is Washington's defense, last I checked, is not Baltimore's defense. Uh, I could double-check that and make sure, yep, they are. They're still uh, not the same defense. There you go. So, in that sense, yeah, like, again, it... If the biggest problem we have with Brock Purdy is that he's struggling against really, really, really good defenses, which, again, a lot of quarterbacks will do in this league. Remember, this is the NFL. These players are paid to do this. They are very good at this. Well, I'm concerned about him getting hit. Like, that's just what I'm at. Like, I, mean, I want to protect my quarterback. Like, that's yeah. the, like, I'm not concerned about so much the turnovers. Like, I, that'll happen. Now, if he, again, if he does it again this weekend, then that concern Well, then it's a different problem. But that'll be, that'll but, be for our Tuesday. But show. I want to protect this guy. Like, Absolutely, I can't, I, yeah. he cannot be getting hit like this because he's going to be facing some legit pass rushers come playoff time. Micah Parsons being one. Obviously, you know about the, um, the Eagles and their front haven't been uh, as good as last year. They're still legit. Hassan Reddick is a beast. Um, and then he got the Lions. You can go, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Aaron Donald, Aaron with Donald with the Rams. Like there's dudes everywhere that you have got to. Um, but pick those are up. just dudes. Whereas the Ravens and the Browns, they have more of an entire eleven man unit. I mean, they have dudes on those on those defenses. But that defense on both both the Ravens and the Browns, there's eleven dudes on that defense. You know, you look at the Cowboys, yeah, they got Parsons, you know, Diggs is a fine quarterback, um, 
But yeah, Diggs is out the year, but, but he's Gilmore, out the year. That's correct. Gilmore and uh, who's but, my guy, Bland. Yeah, so I mean, you have good players on that Dallas defense, but it's not eleven guys deep like the Ravens and the Browns are. Same with the Eagles. The Eagles defense is very, very beatable for the Niners. Uh, Lions again, Aiden Hutchinson, great player, but the Lions are not known for their. They, they, they have no, a middling defense this they year. They are getting someone back potentially right before the playoffs, which come could be massive. We're not talking about him. former Eagle, C.J. Uh, Gardner Johnson. Is now uh, his uh, was a practice window, I should say, has been opened up for Detroit. He's not going to play this week, but that would be a massive boost for a secondary that desperately needs it. CJ Gardner Johnson, obviously, being a baller last year for the Philadelphia Eagles. So that could be a potentially huge boost for that team that desperately needs some help in the secondary. 888 Two more minutes. We got to shameless shoutouts. I want to start getting these calls. 888 Shameless shoutout. Shoutout. Anyone, anything that you want to shout out. Shout out Brian Baldinger, who again joined us this week. Love having Baldy in. Here's what he had to say in regards to the 49ers not running the ball and making Christian McCaffrey a focal point early on in the game last week. Look, they had 11 possessions. They threw interceptions on five of the 11. Now you can say, since the first two interceptions that Brock threw were first and 10 plays, you could say at the 15-yard line, why not just give it to McCaffrey and just keep running? The quarterback had been the best quarterback in the league all year. And so, like, you're not going to just suddenly go, well, this is a McCaffrey game, even though Brock Purdy leads the league in every category. So, you know, you can, in hindsight, you could say, give it to him more. He had 14 carries, had his 100 yards, had, you know, big runs. Obviously, that led to their first big score, um, back-to-back big runs. I, I just don't know in that spot if you're going to go, okay, Let's just feed McCaffrey here when the quarterback has played as well as he has. In hindsight, yeah, you probably should have given it to him 20 or 25 times and not thrown it on first down like they did. But I don't think you can look back on that like that. <laughs> if you're watching, I'm sorry, and it's not anything with Baldy. Uh, if you're watching me on Twitch and YouTube, you're seeing me laughing that whole thing. I, I just saw... I just saw the Pop-Tart thing, Sam, that you were referring to. Oh, it's ridiculous, right? In the Pop-Tart Bowl in college football. They literally did put this guy that dressed up, or this mascot person who was dressed up as a Pop-Tart, put him in a big oven, and then they put this giant Pop-Tart out for the celebrating team to come eat, and they all devoured it, by the way. Might be one of the funniest sporting things I've ever seen in my life. Give me the Pop-Tart Bowl on New Year's Day. I need Nick Saban or Jim Harbaugh to be feasting oh my God, on the Pop-Tarts. Nick Saban would hate it, so absolutely I want the Pop-Tart to be bugging oh him so badly. God. I, I want to see the vein in Nick Saban's forehead explode because that Pop-Tart gets too close with him. Jim Harbaugh would absolutely devour oh, that of thing. of course. I love that, Pop-Tarts. That Pop-Tart too. looks so good. They're just ripping his face apart. the strawberry afterwards. too classic. Oh, that yeah. was... That was uh, Absolutely college football at its it finest. K State right taking the dub and then taking the Pop Tart. Yeah, home. no one even cares who won the game. No, I just, just give me more Pop Tarts. I need that I need that in my life. It was if just, you it was seen just it. so unapologetically ridiculous. And it's like, you know what? Like that like I said last night, like there, there's there's too many bowl games. Pop Tarts Bowl, you are not in that category. Uh, the the bad boy mowers sad bowl at Yankee Stadium, yeah, we don't need that one. Maybe that's what people's shout outs are gonna be, Sam. Pop Tarts. <laughs> I threw you in the spot it's there Friday. again. I'm a shameless, horrible human being. Lost for a second. To shamelessly shout out whoever or whatever you want. I need to shout out somebody. I forget their names. Mm-hmm. They would know who I am if they're listening. It's time for shameless shout outs on the morning roast. Well, 
You know you make me wanna it is shameless shout-outs. Shout-out whoever, whatever, anything you want here. We're heading into a new year, people. Clean slate for some. You know, forget the past, or if it was a good year. 888-957-9570. Whatever you want to shout-out, you can hit us up on the Comcast News text line. Hit us up on Twitch and YouTube. Sam will be feeding me some of these here. 888-957-9570. Sam, do you want us to get us started for the shout-outs? Yeah, big shout out to uh, Mario Cristobal, man. What a <laughs> heist you pulled on the University of Miami. They're spending 10 years, 90 million on you to coach us to a bunch of seven win seasons. Can't even beat Rutgers on a baseball field. You're bringing in all these incredible recruiting classes, but you're an absolute potato of a head coach. Like, literally, every single play, oh, let's run up the middle, let's run up the middle, let's run up the middle. Like, you could not have been more unprepared, more unenthusiastic, more undesirable to play in that game yesterday. I, I get it. It's cold, these South Florida guys. It's tough going up to those cold-weather games. But that was just absolutely pathetic what the Miami Hurricanes put on uh, that, that show they put on the Pinstripe Bull yesterday. Mario Cristobal, you are an absolutely pathetic game day coach. You might be a great recruiter, but, like, honestly, when, when my phone rings and I see, you know, scam likely, I'm thinking Mario Cristobal is calling me. Thank you. That's Sam Lubman, ladies and gentlemen. Fired up as the uh, Scarlet Knights of Rutgers taking out the Miami Hurricanes in the uh, bowl. Uh, 6-5-0, and we're doing shameless shout-outs on the Comcast Business Text Line. Shout-out Park Middle School girls basketball team in Antioch winning the chip. Shout-out Coach Nico there. 206 on the Comcast Business Text Line. Jason Verrett is not him. Shout-out Logan, uh, Logan Ryan. That's from Lord Farquaad. Hey, the Lord Farquaad? I thought he was in the Dragon's Stomach still. Duloc is, right? Duloc is, yeah. Turlock is a perfect place. Yeah, no, I guess he's coming oh, up a little short on that text there. As well, uh, signed Marcus Peters for depth. I don't know if you've seen uh, how well the Raiders' secondary has played since uh, releasing Marcus Peters. That tells you all you need to know. I want no parts of Marcus Peters. Bay Area legend, had a very good career, but he is uh, past his prime, and he also doesn't try very hard to tackle anyone that we know about the 49ers' secondary. They pride themselves on physicality. Yeah, going over to YouTube, uh, Chris M, shout-out Papa Bear Shasky. Yeah, big shout-out to Shasky. He'll be calling in in a little big bit. Big announcement. Yeah. Uh, just uh, confirmed with him. He is good to go. Uh, San Jose Jazz fan on YouTube. Shout out to him. Uh, and that concludes our Miami Hurricanes programming for the day. Concludes it for the year, San Jose Jazz fan. Uh, until next year. Until hey, next you like year when we people get say to be see miserable you next again. Year? Do you like when people do that? See you next year. It's corny enough that, yeah, sure, why not? That's what I said, you got to do the doofy smile afterwards. Like, see you next year. I, I, did that, I did that to Slater yesterday. I was like, hey, Slater, I'll talk to you next year. He's like... Okay. Uh, I don't I, you know, if you saw on the YouTube, I, I did a little eye roll when you did that one. So I saw you. when I was saying goodbye to Lucas and uh, Nahigian yesterday. I said, "See you next week." I resisted the urge. Thank so you. shout out to all the people who say, uh, "See you next year." You know what? That's it's a dumb enough joke that it's still enjoyable. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Shameless shout outs. Shout out whoever you want. Five one zero. Shout out to the twelve and zero Salesian boys basketball team, kicking them. SoCal teams asses. That's from the five one oh. Yeah, YouTube, too much sauce. Shout out LaMichael James. If there's one guy I'm giving the ball to at the goal line, 
It's LaMichael James. Jesus. Maybe Oregon Duck LaMichael James, even though they got their asses Mean right against uh, Auburn again, Cam Newton. That was Garrett Blunt. That was Garrett Blunt. Yeah, yeah, that was against Boise State. Classic. That was, cla- that was that was like early Chip Kelly years, right? That was I like, think that was, yeah, it was 2009. I think that was Chip's first year. I think it was, That too. was his first game. It was I think that was the first game against uh, Chris Peterson's Boise State mm-hmm. and uh, Kellen Moore and all those guys. Punched him right in the face. Yeah, then uh, Oregon came back and ended up winning the Pac-12 that year. There Pac-10 that year. Uh, 888-957-9570. I guess I'll do my shout-out. Uh, shout-out to all the people trying to better themselves this year. Again, I mentioned it earlier. If you have a resolution out there, make attainable goals every week that you can do. If you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to get in shape, trying to build mass, trying to lose mass, whatever you're trying to do to get healthier, trying to better yourself mentally, physically, you know, keep going at it. Don't let people bring you down. I know it's very difficult. The gym's going to be packed and everyone's going to, you know, you know, give up after a week or two. Get up. Try to do it every day. And you don't feel like you have to dominate every single day in the gym. Listen to your body, right? And listen to me. When you're looking at me, I'm not I'm not super yoked. I'm not super jacked. I'm very average. I try to keep it. I got two kids and a bunch of problems. It's hard. There's going to be days, you know, when you can't make it to the gym. There's going to be days where you feel like, man, I don't feel like myself because I didn't get that workout out. I didn't get my, my mental or physical health, you know, taken care of that day. Rome wasn't built in a day. It always goes back to Rome, as you know, Sam. Rome was not built in a day, people. That's what I, I think try about to tell Rome myself. a lot. Everyone does. Why not? It's one of the greatest, if not the greatest empire in the history of empires. Joe is in San Francisco wants to join in the conversation. What's up, Joe? You're on with Joe Spadoni and Sam Lemon. Yeah. Well, I just want to get a shout out to Rob man. I love you, bro. But, dude, you need to lift the weights. Get out there. Kick some ass. There you go. It's Joe in San Francisco telling him to lift weights in the offseason. He's not a small dude. Um, but I don't think I'm looking at Brock's biceps and saying that's the reason why he threw all those uh, interceptions. Saying yeah. no. the arm strength is not something you're just gonna uh, just one that's day. It's not all about out. who has the strongest arm. You know, you got to keep it loose. You got to keep it limber. Joe it's Montana about, did not have it's the about flexibility arm. as yes. much as it is about strength. You know, shout out to all the people who work out at home too. I became a home workout guy a few years ago during. Oh, the it's pan- that's what I have. At the pan, yeah. Once the pandemic hit, I I stopped going to gyms because you know, gyms are gross. And uh, I've been working out at home ever since. And I'll be damned. If I say I do not like, I, I love the results. It's, it's a great way to do it. So there you go. Um, uh, 408 on the Comcast uh, text line, Sammy. Shout out my girlfriend heading into 2024, oh, nine weeks pregnant. So shout out to the 408, nine weeks pregnant. Love the baby news. Babies are the best, man. Yeah. I mean, they drive you nuts. I got a four year old, I got a one year old. We took him to the uh, Chevelle Space Center yesterday. Dad went solo because Jade works from home. She is not off all week, so she is working. She's grinding out there. Very difficult to have those two kids while you're also trying to work, so I want to take some off her plate. Chabot Space Center, shout them out as well, Sam. Very funny. You've been out there to the Space Center? It's been a while, but no, I love the Spo- uh, Space and Science Center. Ben- Great Benny place to go, it. yeah. Everything. I, I get one of the first Fridays in where they do like the telescope viewing oh, and yeah, stuff like cool. that. Um, shout out to Robert uh, Duville in the YouTube chat. Uh, shout out to uh, Phil and Sam and Joe for keeping the game uh, growing and running during the holiday break. Uh, another shout out, uh, David Estrada. Shout out to my wife, uh, Marilly, and uh, our two cats, Nala and Kiara. Love you. I'm going to go to whoever Assume this is. saying on- love you to his wife and the cats. Sam, we're going to take whoever this is on line one because I know you're working solo back there. It's all right. I already have him on. Who is this? You're on the phone. You're on, on uh, the morning roast. Who is this? Let's go, Duke. Come on, man. I like hot butter on my morning roast. Garlic bread, solid toasted. I'm solid roasted. It's a nine and a mile. And you know that we both 23 coming through. Red smoke. I see you. 
Now he break his ankles. I sound like Chris Shank, though. Come on, man. I love y'all, man. Happy New Year. 95.7 the game. Y'all know what it is. It's the night of my mob. And everybody out there on YouTube and Twitch, Happy New Year, y'all. Y'all be safe out there. Love y'all. Let's go. Let's do in the city, baby. Love hearing from Duke, Duke man. is such a Make cool guy to meet. Best part too. of every shameless shout-out is Duke's rap. Absolutely. Uh, 510 on the Comcast business, uh, business text line. Shout-out my girlfriend, Ari, for making me a dad. June 2024. Can't wait to be a dad. Love you guys. Love the show. All love. That's awesome. Nothing better in this world uh, than being a father. It is the most rewarding uh, experience of my life. I love my kids. They may drive you crazy. Uh, I got a boy and a girl. It's uh, a lot at times. You know, there's going to be times where you're not, you know, feeling like you're the best parent. But you know what? You're learning on the fly. There's no, you know, they'll try to give you these books, Sam. When and if you become a father, you all these different books on the, you know, the, what is it? Chicken soup for the, what? What of that crap when you're expecting to expect? that crap somebody. works. All right. You only learn, learn from experience when it comes to being a parent. You can read all you want. You will not be prepared for when that child comes into your arms and being like, uh, uh what the hell am I supposed to do with this? And then, you know what? It, it just takes care of itself. You'll be fine. If the love is there, the kids will feel it. The significant other will feel it. And uh, you know what we're feeling? We're feeling the injury report. It's time for the injury report. It really hurts. Brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm. Helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. Here we go. 415, real quick. Shout out the Red Bull team out of South San Francisco. Keeping the Bay energized. That'd be the 415. Love me some Red Bull. Uh, I'm a lot of tea right now, though, but when I need a Red Bull, they come through in a big, big way, and they do give you wings. Uh, the 49ers added two notable names to the injury report yesterday. Wide receiver Debo Samuel was limited in practice yesterday with a neck sprain. That's concerning. And safety Jair Brown was absent from practice yesterday with a knee sprain. Also concerning, both are questionable for Sunday's game in Washington. The injury report was brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up on the game is sponsored by Fremont Bank Full Service Banking. No compromises. The one and only Joe Shasky on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.